Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Crew. Yo, this is my like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is a nightmare fuel hustle alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Doherty. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Carl Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe. A pro. Welcome to my progress journey on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Latham and delighted to be joined on the line by the freshest, the flyest, the finest pro wrestler in the UK, Harrison Leon. How are you doing, this Hello. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'd say I'm absolutely full of hay fever. So just... <laughs> I'm alright. Bless you. Yeah, and if you hear any noise, my dog is in here as well for the listeners. <laughs> Yeah, he's getting old. Uh, extra, extra guest for the uh, extra guest for the podcast. Today. <laughs> I'm not enough. He's, he's usually fine. So. <laughs> so, how have you been today? Yeah, good, man. Um, I am getting ready for a move down to London. Um, mm. So, I'm moving moving house and stuff like that. So, it's um, a bit stressful, and I'm one of them classic avoiders. Yes. I, um, uh, instead of doing everything that I need to do, I'm just going to leave it to the last minute <laughs> and just stress out about it. Um, so yeah, the, my my bedroom, well, my bed, my temporary bedroom, which I've been saying, is currently just packed up, mm. and um, I'm living out of a suitcase again. So yes, I'm good. Other than that, really. But how about yourself? I'm good. I say, apart from being full of hay fever, yeah, I'm, good. I'm really good. So um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty settled in this house. I don't think I'm ever going to move again. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, like, even, like, my base for wrestling is pretty much up in Hertfordshire. So me moving down to London makes absolutely zero sense. But I feel like I'm just like, I'm 26, turned 27 this year, and I'm just like, mm. I need to live the London life, I think, just do that. Yeah. I think I went to a city for university, and I remember coming out of that being like, I'm never going to live in a town again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, what, five years later, it's take, take me five years to get back into the city. So, mm. um, yeah, so it'll be exciting. It's a new chapter, um, which I'm excited for. So yeah, it'll be good. I've literally been to London and got off the train. We went to Harrod, not the Harrods, Harrods the Toy Store, it's the Toy Store, the big one. Hamleys, Hamleys Toy Store. We, we yeah. walked to Hamleys and we walked back to the train station and got went back on the trains where we were going in Redden. So that's a, that's my trip to London. That's all I've done. <laughs> to be honest, uh, I have been one of them people for such a long time, like mm. for years. Like. I'm a massive walking hypocrite, to be honest, because I do this all the time. I always, like, say something, and I'll say, I, I don't like it, I'll never do it, and then, like, <laughs> a little bit later, there, there will be. Um, but, yeah, I was always like, it's too expensive, doesn't make sense. Um, like, my job's outside of London, so I don't know so why would anyone do it. But now I got to a position where I was like, well, I could either live in Hertfordshire on my own or live in London in a house share. And I was like, I just feel like it's just a bit more exciting. I think I've been watching too many like sitcoms and about people <laughs> living living with their friends in their twenties. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Um, oh. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. When I was 22, I moved in with my two best mates, and yeah, and we had a rotation of friends who lived, lived on the couch. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, best great I've, two years of my life. So it's like, I've d- I've done it at uni, obviously, mm. and that was like amazing. But then also at the same time, like I'm very fussy, I'm very clean. Mm. Uh, very tidy well I, I like to think so at least um so i think it's going to be interesting living with because I'm, I'm i'm doing like a spare room situation where i don't know who i'm living with mm. um so these could be anyone and yeah. um <laughs> i'll probably listen back to this podcast in a few years time being like oh little did he know <laughs> <laughs> um, so who knows uh what could what could be awaiting me so yeah it's exciting but um yeah I, they're not my friends so it could be any sort of could be anyone could be anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're about a year back since Brit Rest started. Oh, returned after lockdown. So how's your return to the ring been? So uh, being return to the ring, start, start of the ring. The ring. Um yeah. Um it's been like wicked. So I yeah, I've suppose I started training um gosh. Like I, I suppose I probably started training about May twenty twenty two. I'd oh, say wow. as in like consist as in like consistently having like training sessions etc yeah um i'd had a few sessions in like the weird little 
Wait, did I say 2022? I was going to say, you, 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 had a, you had a match on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been up since like six o'clock this morning, so you yeah. can just be like, oh. Um, since 2021, yeah. um, I've been training. I had uh, like one or two sessions maybe, and um, there's a really awkward stage between um, when we got before we got locked down at Christmas mm-hmm. in 2020. I had like one or two sessions then, but I don't think I can really count it because we're just doing like flip bumps and stuff. Um, so yeah, my whole experience has been post post COVID. Oh, wow. um, like again, like I had my first singles match uh, this year, and yeah, it's been it's been amazing. Um, I have had yeah, considering such... you've only been wrestling for or training for a year, that match about a crowd, he was great so just like that. <laughs> thank, you, thank you yeah i've i mean i've i have to like count my blessings when it comes to like the opponents which i've had in like a, such a short space of time mm. um my first experience in the ring was um like as in like as a character mm. um in front of the crowd was with um in the floor is lava rumble which i think i can't remember if that's january or december time around then um yeah. i think it's around january and I had a spot with CJ Carter in my first in my first experience. I mean, it was I was playing a heel, mm-hmm. um, which was again for such a long time. I think so many people when they get interested, they're like, "I want to be a heel. Yeah. I want to be a bad guy." <laughs> and that was me. I was like, "I want to be a bad guy so badly. I want to boot people. I like. I want to be the prick that I can't be." <laughs> um, yeah, I, I find people who work in like with the public generally love being heels at the weekend. Because they have to be so nice. The, as a bartender for countless years, five years. Um, but mate, I did I did heal stuff in real life. I <laughs> I would abuse my power like no tomorrow. People would be coming up to me, be like really drunk, be like, "You'll serve me," and I was like, "No, I won't." I would go like, "Security, get him out." Um, so I was like, um, but "Yes, I think in a bar you can kind of get away with being a little bit." ruder to people um and then i was like i worked i worked in store at tesco for like years as well but then i was quite lucky i was, I was a saturday boy so i used to have all the grannies come in and <laughs> they used to be like hello taylor and i'm like, oh. like you're right sort of thing so it'd be lovely um yeah. but yeah i wanted to be a hill at the start and then yeah i, cu- I couldn't imagine doing it now that i've been well, i can but i just love being i love being a baby face <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I've been training for two months now. For some reason, I started training when I was 40. <laughs> so, but it was more that um, my son wanted to do it. He's, I think it was just, uh, I mean, initially it was to go, with, to go with him, do a bit of more fitness side of things, but yeah, I love it. So I've got that. I think as well, like, um, I, don't know about, I don't know about you. I think even just for a training aspect, you get such a different appreciation for the art of it. Yes, and- I've completely watched a different, watching, watching wrestling now is so different. So. Yeah, like, you'll take, You'll watch wrestling now and you'll be like, that must suck. Um, and whereas beforehand, I think you'd go, oh, I don't know, even just like the smallest things you wouldn't even think about, and like pacing and timing, um, running the ropes and all this sort of like crowd interaction. There's so much to it that I think is such an art that people don't, not people don't appreciate. I think people in the industry really appreciate it, but just a casual fan doesn't even no. sometimes clock on sometimes. The fitness level you need is insane. I just, yeah. How have you, how have you found it? <laughs> well, I, I only started. I, 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 earlier this year, I had a bit of mental health issues. So I was got, I got signed off work. So during that, my brother started just for something to do. So I dragged dragged me to the gym. And yeah, it's the first time in my life I've enjoyed going to the gym. So yeah, yeah so I've gone from like eighteen stone. I'm just under sixteen stone now. And Congratulations! That's good. Yeah. That's that's wicked. Are yeah, you feeling I'm, a lot better in yourself as well. Oh yeah, amazing. Nice. So the yeah, the first week I could do barely do ten minutes on the cross trainer. Now I can. Yeah, I've started the couch to five k. Yeah, love that. Wait, so I've, I've got, I've got whatever these are called. They're, they're actually coming up. Hey, <laughs> so, come on, come on, yeah, <laughs> love that. I've got a single if you can see it. Oh no, I can't see it. Oh. I love that though. Traps though, you could do the little um, <laughs> angle when, once you're getting it, getting a bit pissed off. You're like ah. Love that. Yeah, but I bought yeah, I bought boots, I bought knee pads, I bought a singlet. I've been looking at looking at designs for face paint. I want to be a bit ambiguous about how old I am. Because everyone's going to see a forty-year-old and going to be like, oh, his first match, he's forty. But I'm going to, see if, yeah. I think you've got to like one thing, like kind of get out of that sort of stuff out of your head. To be honest, like <laughs> the, 
I think the beautiful thing about wrestling, especially Brit wrestling as well, like in the industry, <laughs> is that there's people from different ages. There's like, oh, like yeah. 17 year olds in my class. And then there's, um, I wouldn't even actually know. I've never even asked. But there's some much older guys in um, mm. my class as well. And I think it's just that like it, people, different people are doing it for different reasons, whether it's oh, just yeah, for, for fun, whether it's for potential career whether it's out of intrigue and interest, like I think as long as you're there having fun, feeling good, I think yeah, that's the best. Jeffro, Roos, he didn't start till he was yeah. 42, I think. I think when I interviewed him. So yeah, he had a cancer scare and then he started training after. Yeah. It's like, you know what, life's too short. You want to just do it and get on with it. I, so I rate that. He, I think he, he, said, he said, he got, he's got, yeah, he did it to do one match, then got the book. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Fair play. Uh, you've got to do it whatever your intentions are I think people just going in just going like I just want to have one match do it in front of the crowd bucket listing tick yeah. that's it done I respect it so much yeah it, well originally it was I'll just do it for fitness just to support my son yeah yeah, uh, yeah. he hasn't even started thinking of characters or uh, attire or anything yet. And, then you're, <laughs> and then you're making and then you're there on WWE 2K making your new character being like that's going to be me yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, yeah, I have changed my game. I'm just trying to think of the name. He's like, you should be VDT because you've been VDT on the wrestling game forever. I was like, but then people start asking what VDT means. It doesn't mean anything. It, it, <laughs> it doesn't have to mean something. It's just like... It's just something the crowd can say. VDT. VDT. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I'd have kind of thought about something like that when it came to picking my name, but it's what it is. So I, I would recommend to the listeners to go watch your match with Crowley. That is super sass on youtube it was so is that the biggest match of your career so far yeah definitely um i mean i found yeah so i found out i was getting booked against him um so like like crowley i think adonis said it in his uh, um in his uh episode like crowley is one of the like completely underrated mvps for definitely like this next <laughs> i was about to call the next generation <laughs> like, <laughs> but like it's like the next wave at least from like from at least from like UBW and the sort of like in the south and stuff like that like he's been so incredible with um with guidance and sharing and like to be honest um like it's probably a cardinal sin to admit this but like I was very much a WWE fan that's got me into, that got me into wrestling did I have that much experience and knowledge of British wrestling I can't say I did I can't lie and I, I would be lying if I said I did so I've only really got into it and understood it now that I'm actually a, a part of it. But I bumped into Crowley um, during like the lockdowns and stuff like that when we could like book out, we could book to use the time, but we obviously we could share sessions. And me and him were just like crossing over, and I was like, "Oh, hi, nice to meet you." Um, and he was like, "Oh, how, how have you found like where where do you train?" I was, like, I was like, "I'm literally a trainee." And we just had this conversation, which he mugs me off for so many times because. Um, and it's quite, it's quite interesting because again, I didn't know who Crowley was at the time and the conversation which we were having, I basically said, um, and again, I've got on my, I've gone back on my words since. Yeah. <laughs> since so. I was just basically saying like the thing which I love about wrestling and I have always loved about wrestling <clears throat> is the characters that, mm. um, are formed in wrestling. And, um, I've got a real big thing that, um, I think you could be, you could be amazing in the ring and you can um, do Canadian Destroyers. You can out-tech Daniel Bryan or whatever. But I think unless you've got that thing which makes someone intrigued, invested and sold into you, mm-hmm. I think unless you've got that and you're missing that character bit, you're kind of going to be floating into a space for a while. Um, and like I, again, everyone loves wrestling for different reasons. And the character part of it is something which I love so much. And um and yeah, he's always sort of like used it back at me, being like, I remember when you said wrestling's not important. <laughs> you just want to be a character. <laughs> I was like, I didn't mean that. But well, if you were just a WWE fan, the biggest WWE wrestlers like Hulk Hogan, Austin once he got huge. Yeah, uh, The Rock weren't great wrestlers, so they're all kick punch. And as, move, so. as we'll as we'll get into when you ask about who my favorite wrestler is, <laughs> if that question comes up, you will know that I don't care about <laughs> match technicians. <laughs> but I think at the, I think at the time as well, like um, the, what sold me on to uh, like at that time of that conversation, what sort of in, uh, uh, inspired it was like Sami Zayn's work during the Thunderdome, mm. and he's doing his paranoid, um, his sort of paranoid character, and I 
again, I'd watched his matches in NXT and stuff like that, but I think it was when he found that character, um, I just thought it, everything just clicked. And I was just like, I was like, his character work is making me intrigued and invested in his storylines and stuff like that. that. Sometimes it'd be beforehand when he was on like the lower card of Raw or SmackDown, I'd maybe sometimes go, okay, I'm not going to bother watching that. But that character has made me invested and has made me invested ever since like the past two years since it. So I just feel like it just shows how important that actually having an idea of who you are as a character and knowing who you are as a character is so integral um, and important. But yeah, Crowley well, that's was... It, that's what you remember, though. So, 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 some people still talk about people. They'll still bring up like people like Repo Man and stuff like that. They're just they're weird gimmicks people remember. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's they, just they, little... they, they won't remember just Joe Bloggs and a pair of black trunks, usually. Even though he could be the greatest wrestler ever. It's just, it's exactly. Like... Exactly. Um, but yeah, so like having Crowley for one of my especially in my first year, especially just how much steam he's picking up um, over the past like couple of, like ever since we've returned back from COVID, how, how yeah. he's, his star has just astronomically just boomed. Um, yeah, that, um, uh, I think uh, that, um, you're accordingly invited a bit during lockdown. Oh, brilliant. He's, he's, <laughs> he's just incredible. And I, I think, I think like, um, like I'm one of the people I will, happily blow smoke up anyone's ass and I will mm. I will big up I will big up these people because they are exceptional talents. I don't have I'm not ashamed to like like big these people up because they are mm-hmm. they are incredible. Like he the way he thinks about um about wrestling and the show and the performance you're putting on, he engages with the crowd and he gets them involved and um he gets them act like actually paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um I think for a long time he was sort of saying like because his wrestling's also caught on like in leaps and bounds and like in the past year as well. Yeah, definitely. But I think a lot of, he got a lot of stick, I think beforehand for being such a character when actually that's the thing that sets him apart and makes him the most memorable part of every show yeah, that he's, 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 he's probably the best, the best heel and wrestler at the moment. So, yeah. 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 His work on progress has been brilliant. And... Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think well, I had, to, like, I think there's a moment, um, at super strong style. I don't know if it actually got made on the edit, but, I just saw it on social media um, when they were all doing like the sort of national anthem or something like that. He was sort of looking around the crowd, being like, "What's going on here?" And I was just like, "I was like, just little things like that, mm. and just what sets them apart." Um, so I've only got I've only got great things to say about Crowley. This is Adonis Payne, the showcase of UBW. You are listening to PBG Wrestling. All right, so we'll get back to that question. So, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? With? <laughs> I get so much stick for this, and I don't. I don't I, do you know what? I don't care. John Cena till I die, mate. Yeah. John Cena till I absolutely die. Um, he, so you're only 26, so you're only six when he came out. So uh, I was. Uh, so like I got eight into, when he took off as superstar Cena. So. Yeah, I think I, I got into wrestling around nine years old, nine ten years old. So it was very much like early. I think maybe Doctor of Thunderdome had been. It's it's hard to understand like what I actually watched yeah. at the time and what I've watched retrospectively, um, but yeah, it's like Doctor Thugonomics and then the start of like hustle, loyalty, respect kind of seeing that. So I've, I've kind of seen him throughout. Like he's just been such an integral part of my wrestling love, um, and yeah, he will forever be my number one, and I will have no bad words about like sort of about him <laughs> whatsoever. Um, he followed me on my personal uh-huh. account. On, but he followed me when he only followed like ten thousand people. So this was a big deal. He followed like five hundred thousand people. Actually. It's not as big of a, of a gloat. But I, I got I got the notification when I was at work, and I physically squealed. <laughs> I was like, because oh. like, yeah, I can't explain how much John Cena's just been like such an integral part of my life. So when he followed me, I literally like squealed. I was like, oh, I was like John Cena's following me, like hyperventilating. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's 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 my all time. And then to be honest, and again. I think I get stick for this as well. I just get a lot of stick from people who I trade with, to be honest. <laughs> um, uh, Sasha Banks is up there with, like, as it has surpassed so many others before her. Um, oh, she's and, amazing. and she's in Star Wars, so I'm just like, I love you more. I, do you know how much I like Sasha Banks? Is that <laughs> I started watching Star Wars so I could watch Mandalorian. Yeah. Which I didn't even, I, I can't lie, you're probably going to hate me for this, but I didn't even get around to, I think I got a few Star Wars in, and I was like, this is a bit much for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, she's like, she's another one of the ones who, um, I've always loved women's wrestling. I think women's wrestling was one thing which actually got 
quite got me invested in intrigue when I was younger. Mm. I don't know why. I think it was the Trish Stratus and Mickey Dame storyline. Um, and I think once you get involved in that, what that was just one of the first storylines I really remember, like watching each week and being like, this is, there's like so much more story to mm-hmm. just them fighting in the ring. And, um, and then, yeah, so I've been, I was quite involved in quite invested when there was all that, the women's revolution and stuff like that. Yeah. And then Sasha Banks has just been the one for me. The moment she took that Izzy's headband off at, um, NXT takeover, yeah. I was like, I was like, this. I made people cry. It's just like, yeah. it I was like, that is, I was like, she is just insane. I was just like, I, I rated her so much since then. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, they're my, they're my two number ones in parallel, I'd say. Mm, definitely. <laughs> so what prompted you to do on the tights to get in the ring yourself? So. Well, I think it was, I mean, to be honest, I have said for years, like, I'm like, I'm just going to become a wrestler. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I, I just want to do it. Like, I think I've got tweets as well from like 2012 being like, I'm just going to drop out of university and just become a wrestler. <laughs> um, like so many tweets like that. I just like, I've always loved it. And I've always like, um, yeah, it's always been such a huge integral part of my life. And then I wanted to, um, start doing it. And I was like looking around for like, for like schools around me and stuff like that. At the time I didn't drive, so it was quite hard to get to it. And then there was like, was it that affordable and stuff like that? And then, yeah, it just was like when I was, where I was just like COVID as well, showing when we got locked down and stuff like that. And that just really confirmed it. I'm like, no, I'm just going to just do what I want to do and mm-hmm. not care about what other people thought. I think that what thinking about what other people would think of me really put me off for such a long time um and then i was just like you know what i'm gonna do it and yeah it's it's by far the best thing i've ever done in my life like i can't i can't imagine my life not doing it now which is such a weird thing to think like i couldn't imagine not being one um yeah i love it yeah how do you find doing roles i was like i've done a role for 30 years do you need to do for a role (laughs) mate i uh, when they were like, okay, so you're six, because you're, you're, you're six foot six, so it can't be that easy to do a forward roll anyway. So. It's the diving ones as well, like oh, doing yeah. diving rolls. And like, um, in one of the trainings, they were like, I'll oh, do an eddy roll from the top rope. So that's like a, you jump from the top rope or second rope and you go into a diving roll. And I was like, absolutely not. Um, and when I'm having to do like, uh, ro- ro- uh, rolls in between the ropes and stuff like that. I'm like, I, I, I just, I, there's so much of me. It takes such a long time <laughs> to get through the ropes so my feet always get trapped. Um, yeah, it's weird, but I mean, I get a lot of practice. Like my, my nephews and nieces, like, um, my niece is like well into gymnastics. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm around there, we've got like a summer barbecue. She's like, look at my handstand. I was like, I could do a handstand too. I can do this roll. And I was like, look, can you do this shoulder roll? <laughs> I was like, there. She's, she's like five years old being like, oh, I hate this guy. <laughs> um, but yeah. So was John Cena who you like wanted to mold your star world when you started training or do you? Yeah, again, I'm a five moves of doom guy. Yeah. <laughs> know what I can do, perfect that. I don't even know, I've not, I've not got it perfected even yet, but um, yeah, I, so my style, I think like character wise, um, yeah, I mean, actual like moveset wise, I think it's very much like around, I suppose, yeah, just really, I try to do this like, uh, li- little but make do the little things but make them mm. make more of them yeah um to be honest like i when i first got into it i was like so wanting to avoid any big man moves like <laughs> i like i would be like they were like oh you should do a choke slam you should do this you should do that. i'm like i don't want to do that i don't want to be like typecast to like a cane stereotype just because i'm six or six but then um and i think um quite a lot of people have it when you're a bigger guy in wrestling and also it's it works the other way away when you're a smaller guy. You always want to do the things you can't really do. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be like some sort of Lucha Libra doing like <laughs> flips and all that sort of stuff. But it's like, no, I need to play to my strengths the fact that I'm six foot six, um, which in British wrestling is a lot taller than quite a lot of the other, yeah, yeah, other yeah. guys that are doing it. Um, so I need to do that sort of stuff. <laughs> I need to do stuff like that. And when in my first, so it was CJ who was like, oh, you should do a choke slam. And I was like, mm, mm, I don't know about that. And then we did it in the match and he, he took this choke slam. Like I just thrown him through the middle of the year. Like it was insane. Um, and the fighters looked wicked and everyone was like, Oh my gosh, like he looks like a beast. So like I've kept that in. Um, and I've kept like all the bigger man moves in. But, um, I think one thing I'm trying to do as well is because I am quite, I, I don't know if agile is the right word. And I couldn't, I can't say I'm athletic because I wouldn't say I'm athletic whatsoever. I was bomb set PE, I was bomb set PE throughout all the secondary yeah. school. Um, so I wouldn't say I'm athletic, 
but I can I can move like what well, I found doing some of the lucha stuff a little bit again not lucha it's like a lucha arm drag it's, it's hardly like a main <laughs> stereo um, but I like to do stuff like that like so I'm trying to like I just find I think if someone my size could do stuff like that it just gives a bit of a USP like a unique selling point compared mm-hmm. to definitely some other people but um, yeah that's where I kind of got my yeah I suppose seen is where I got my style yeah we've we've just done suplexes and body slams we're doing all my mats for a couple of weeks I was like, oh, oh, and I know you got the water ring. My friend's doing it in the ring. It's not, it's not as hard as doing it on mat. So I was like, yes. Standing, whilst you're standing on a mat and trying to do stuff, you're trying to get your footing and then do it and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I've been doing it in a match scenario. So like, I do a stalling, a stalling suplex is like one of my, one of my John Cena moves of doom. Um, and trying to do that in in real time is just something like. Like when you actually have to land it. And I think that's one thing training never prepares you for is once you actually have a match and you're doing that for like 12 minutes and you're actually taking all these bumps onto the, onto the canvas, into the ropes, into the, into the turnbuckles. Um, you're like, uh, I remember I got out of my first session, my first, after my first match, I was like, yeah, that's blessed. Cool. Next day I felt like I'd been hit by a car. I literally was like, after my first tra- training session, I was like, I couldn't walk for like four days. I can bend, I can bend the knees. So I was walking. <laughs> we'll tell you a horror story that we had. Uh, a lot of the UBW guys will, uh, appreciate is that we had, a, so Tajiri came to the, um, the latest UBW show, um, the weekend just, the week had just gone and we had like a training seminar with him beforehand and um he was like oh so usually in japan we do 500 squats as a warm-up and he was like he was like but it's fine we, you guys are going to be two, doing 200 and i was like going oh my guy's got a language barrier <laughs> so he, i'm sure he means 20, 20. He like, no, no, we're doing we're doing 200 squats as like the warm-up and then we started doing very i think we did like a vet including variants of squats and like we did like something like 400 or so, like 350 <laughs> and none of that like all, honestly the group chats and the posts and the group stuff it's like my knees my legs i can't mm-hmm. walk and like <laughs> honestly it was or i think my legs have just about recovered um yes yeah, yeah, so, i can still feel my leg from our session was shown only at the weekend so it's like <laughs> <laughs> new pads it's fine yeah it's okay, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah and whoever invented a burpee is evil and yeah I do like a I do like a burpee. To be fair, I have to admit I've I've got into them. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll start enjoying them one day, but no. <laughs> Embrace it. You can't. Don't see it again. Embrace it, and you'll start liking it. It does so. It's, it's so good for you. Yeah. Um, it's a mindset thing, mate. Mindset. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think I'm, I'm at that fitness level. Yes, but I will do. So you will. What I was two months ago. Um, yeah. Positive yeah. mental attitude. Keep pushing, keep driving. Yes. John Cena says, never give up. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have an idea of a character you wanted to be when you started training? How's, what's version one of Harrison like compared to now Harrison? Season? That's a funny story. Um, but so Hugo Bloom's like one of the main trainers down at UBW and he was like, oh, you need to start thinking of character. And I was like, yeah, cool. No worries. Sweet. Happy days. And I sent him this like PowerPoint presentation. Like, so I come from a creative background anyway. Yeah. Uh, did like design at uni. So, and I work in marketing now. So I, I try to think of everything like, if this is my character, who is it in three lines? What What's the aspiration? What's the visuals? Blah, blah, blah. So I created all these characters up. Um, one of them was like, oh, I want to do like some sort of like scary, um, silent type with like face pain and all that sort of stuff, which is just not me whatsoever. No. Um, I think they said like, do the, the advice that everyone gets is do you either yourself times 10, Mm-hmm. or the complete opposite of who you are as a person um so i've obviously just done myself on them <laughs> and yeah so the original idea is there was um and again because i'm i'm only like a year not even a year into training well a year into training not even a year in matches mm-hmm. i keep thinking of different things which i want to do to expand harrison leon and who it is and i think each match that comes i'm finding myself like stepping up a little bit more and i i understanding how he would hold himself in that sort of space, which I think, and again, working with someone like Crowley was an incredible experience because we had that uh, match and we had so many moments where we were able to get character out and it wasn't just like, uh, the crowd was able to understand who I was. Um, so I think there was a lot of iterations when it came to, um, there was just like, 
I, so my character, the idea of actual Harrison Leon is like um, a baller by any means. So it's um, not just a baller, like a basketballer, um, mm-hmm. which is playing on all stereotypes, but I'm six foot six. Yeah. <laughs> I can play basketball. <laughs> um, uh, it's supposed to be like, I do like an iteration of like float, float, throwing the money and then uh, sort of like a basketball thing as my sort of taunt, my, my move. I don't know what it's, a taunt? Not a taunt. Like ball him like MVP. Yeah, it's kind of like the sort of like money and then like, oh, um, just the as taunt, my sort of, taunt, taunt, yeah, my taunt recognised. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I tried to combine the money thing and the baller thing. So it's like the idea is that with Harrison Neon, it's a baller. So you're always in your head's always in the game. You're always um, going big. You're always like going for broke. Um, I just want that sort of big, precocious character because I think it's something which can. I like the idea of having a character that can flex between being a heel and a face if it needs to be. Like my character is very John Cena esque in the sense of like, um, like the crowd, the, my fans, which I've got, are like kids rather than like I don't think that I I can't imagine they'd be <laughs> like overrated like adults watching me being oh this guy's cool. I think they'd go like he wants to be John Cena, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, I tried to. The way that I kind of see my character is is like a mix between people like John Cena. Um, the sort of there's edge to it, not edge, but like there's a, a slight edge to the character in the sense of like Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, uh, the Street Profits, MVP, that kind of like big swagger, but it's not cring. Not I, I like to think I'm not cringy. No. Not cringy. <laughs> it's kind of like just like as part of who it is, and um, that's where I kind of envisage. Me. I like trying to create a space around that sort of area because then if I need to flex into being a heel, then I can do it and I could be braggy and something like that. But if I need to, I could just be really big and positive if I need to be a face. Um, so yeah, that's where I kind of see it yeah. going and where I've kind of got to at the moment. But yeah, who knows? Like, could I have a complete shift? But I feel like this feels right for me at this moment in time. Definitely. I've been trying to watch um because I'm. Only five foot seven, so I'm, short, I'm seven short and stocky. So I've been watching a lot of like ECW Taz and ECW Rhino, just yeah. the shorter, stockier guys. It's just, just trying to get get a get a space yeah. nailed. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, because I'm not tall enough to be thought of as a powerhouse. So I thought I'd be like a scrappy yeah, guy, bulldozer, <laughs> yeah. bulldozer. So I was like, yeah. So I was just thinking some guys. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, no, I think I've been looking at. Um, I've been looking at quite a lot of like Scott Hall and like Razor Ramon, um, quite a lot of like dust. Yeah. I mean, again, this is something like, um, so Paul Ash is my trainer down at UBW as well. Like he mugs me off so much because, um, I've, I was like, I've only really watched Ruthless Aggression Era plus, like, (laughs) answer my era. Um, and there was a bit of, uh, attitude era that I went back into, but all that sort of like the golden years I have sort of dipped into in and out, but, wasn't really that engaged with and he was like i think you need to look at people like razor ramon and dustin Rhodes and stuff like that so i've been trying to so they're they're all big guys but you don't think of them as big guy wrestlers like he's six foot seven razor ramon you don't think of him as a big guy even though like his version his version of the choke there's a choke slam but it kind of looks like a rock bottom at the same time yeah 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 yeah. it's sick if you did that Um, yeah so i just there's just like i'm trying to find the big guys that move and are agile because Again, I'm not like I, I'm six foot six, but I'm not some sort of like brick house. Like I am quite slim and athletic build, I suppose. Um, so I can move around quite quickly for my, for my size. So I need to do things which are showing that off. Um, and they're perfect people for me to sort of study and look at. So I've been looking very much and trying to find things that they do and how I can then bring it back into my character. Plus also then having the influence of people like Banks and Cena and um and the street profits and stuff like that so so yeah it's it's a weird amalgamation but i'm hoping it will create something good yeah that's like when i create somebody on the 2k games i create them and i just randomly assign moves to people just like you know, there's that, all the like the ground moves i'll go random and then just yeah. see what comes out they'll, they'll comes, do a drop they'll do a drop they'll do a drop kick from the top right but they'll also do a choke slam and then also yeah. a hurricane right yeah Fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what comes out with you. I don't know, like a hillbilly type character, and it must have 
gave him <laughs> Dana Brooks taunts because he kept going around. That's wrong. Don't know how this really works as a character, but we'll see if it gets over. It's fine. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, take us back to your first match. So your first show. So you've got your, your first one-on-one match. You've, you've talked about the lava, yeah. Flores Lava so, match, which I, is one of mine and my son's favourite. We, we love all the Flores Lava matches. We've watched them so many times. So. It's class. It's so, it's so good. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to, if they have one in, well, I'm assuming they'll have Flores Lava 5. I'm excited to be in it and then like have my character and know who that is mm. and people will be excited. Well, I mean, I hope people will be excited. I, think I, must, I haven't watched it. Day before I asked you for the interview, or the day after I watched it, because I was like, ah, hey, <laughs> that's him. Um, but yeah, I was being a heel when it just didn't feel I wanted to be a heel for like uh, going into it, as I said, like I really want to be a heel. And then, I, then after I've been a face, so um, my, so my I got tired of being a face, and um, my first match was against Truman Roswell. Um, Your first so match was against Truman Roswell, yeah, man. Like, this is what I mean. I've had CJ Carter. Truman Roswell, Crowley. Um, I've done tag stuff with like um, the Headweight Heartbreakers. Like, wow. just for like for the for the <laughs> caliber for the first few months is like I I don't know just the, some of the best people that I could have like asked for. Um, but yeah, my match with Truman again, insane because he's so such a hated heel <laughs> um, at yeah. UBW. But again, just so good. Yeah, and I interviewed him when he when he was still Paddy and he was just getting this idea of a conspiracy theory character yeah. in his head because I, I think so just for lockdown I can't remember. yeah yeah, yeah he, he's so. he's came back as he's came back as from covid as Truman roswell yeah, yeah um just insane like what a insane time to work with and he was he like was so good in like holding my hand throughout the whole thing and just but but the cardio thing which you were saying and um i was like because i would i would like to think i'm quite fit I run half marathons. I um I can usually keep up. I can usually keep up in the real weather. But a match is is a joke. I <laughs> he said to me beforehand, if you're getting if you're if you're blown at any point, just let me know. And it's cool. We'll slow down. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. No worries. Yeah, it won't won't bother. It won't, <laughs> won't happen. But then in the match, I was like, oh, but I couldn't breathe to tell him I was blown. <laughs> I was on the floor. I was like, oh my gosh, we need to slow the pace down. Um, so I was like. Arr. Um, but yeah, he, he was insane, um, and it was such a good person to go against. Um, I was, yeah, the crowd were really into it. Um, I got to do a few nice things in there again, but it's, it feels like night and day when you look at my match. So that match wasn't actually recorded, which I'm gut- I'm gutted about. But if you look from like from my memory and what I can remember and how I feel, even it's like night and day from the Truman fight to the Crowley fight. Um, but yeah, what a sick first opponent to have in a singles oh. <laughs> yeah. singles match. Like the, the now, because I think he then went on to win the UBW Championship, yeah. and he's obviously just won the sacrifice um, the sacrifice title as well. Um, and yeah, just one of the most talented people. Wow, <laughs> I know. Just love just and um, breaking kayfabe. Just one of the loveliest guys as well. Yeah, um, he's great. <laughs> yeah, he's quality. So. Um, yeah, I'm so super blessed with the people I've been able to face. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have like a, a wish list for the rest, maybe for uh, the rest of this year? I've got six months. Of, six that months. I did. I think it's really hard. It's really hard to like do a wish list for this year. Mm. I think there's there's a lot of people like like backstage. Like I've I've been very lucky that I've made some really really good friends and had a lot of really good peers around me. Mm. Um, and people that I just want to. I think it got, kind of goes in levels. There's, there's people in my class, in like my training class, that I'd want to um, wrestle and like have the match in. But obviously, we need to wait till we're a bit more established and we kind of know what we're doing. I think from like an established level, um, Paul Hubris, I've trained with him a little yes. bit. Um, just got to America, hasn't he? So. Yeah, yeah, just got off to to Rhodes Wrestling Academy. Um, he's he's class, and he's like we had a training session with him, and he just. Has so many, because I mean, he's like a 10, he's like been in the, he's been doing it for like 10 years or something like that. I think he's only like 23, 24, which is mm. crazy. Yeah. Um, but he's got so much knowledge and just like, he's like, okay, well, he was like, you two wrestle and I'll pick it apart. And he's like, what do you think you've done there? And he's just got such a great knowledge. Um, so I'd love to go in the ring with him. To be honest, I want to go in the ring with anyone who I think <laughs> has got really good knowledge because I just think yeah. they're, they're going to teach me different things. Um, Tommy Kyle is yes. someone who I, 
Um, again, I know Adonis um, sang his praises and it's so well deserved. He's my he's my main coach at uh, UBW and I've pretty much learned most things from him. And if you need to learn anything, he will probably know how to do it. Um, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he came back from lockdown a beast. He wasn't skinny pre-lockdown, but he came back. Yeah. Big hairy chest. <laughs> yeah, he's so, right. to make as well. Yeah, he's he's sick. He's and I really and also he's someone who I really want to tag with because again I've just got like the flight club in my head. Like obviously yeah. I'm flying. So he is yeah. he is the the maverick. Um, just from a branding opportunity, I just think it's cool. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, just think, I think I'd love to work with him in any capacity because um, again he's someone who's he's my coach, but I see him as a a well-respected peer, but then also as a friend as well. So it's quite nice that he'd be able to, like, after every match he comes back and he's like, okay, this was really good. This is what we could have done better. He's just so thoughtful and knows what he's talking about. And, um, so yeah, he's definitely on the list. Um, I w- I'd love to work Hustle, Hustle oh, Malone as well. Yes. He's, he's, um, he's champion at my local promotion for West Loud. just won the championship. So, yeah. He's again, and that's from another perspective, very similar to like the Crowley situation. Like he's got his character now with the protagonist, so on lock, and he mm. knows what he's doing, and he can get the crowd like really like against him. Um, his promos are insane. I would, I, I like him and Crowley. I, I was really gutted Crowley did the promo on me because I was just, I just <laughs> to get, like, I, I'd love them to be. It's like wanting a diss track against you, like being a rapper, <laughs> a diss track against you. But it's just really, I really want it because um, yeah, that's just sick. Um, so yeah, I think they would be the ones which I'd like, and also Donis Payne. Um, mm. Again, um, it's probably the main reason I'm on this photo. I put he put my name into the into the space, but um, he's like one of my best mates that I've made in wrestling. Um, he's just wicked. He's got so much potential, and again, he knows his character. He does his heel stuff so well. Um, I'm quite lucky by being a babyface. It feels like there's at least in UBW in that sort of circle. There's not a huge amount of Baby faces compared mm-hmm. to heels. Yeah. So there's the, and the, ta- the, the, the talent of heels, which we can face, is insane. Um, so they would be the ones who I think, in an attainable level of like, it could happen, I think would be my ones for the rest of the year. I yeah. think. We want to just do a big man. We could have you versus memes as well. Yeah. <laughs> Again, and that's, a, and that's another person. I love to face memes in the sense of like, his character stuff. Um, and I've not really faced anyone my size. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I, did, I couldn't rough. quite figure out how how it work as a bit of a heel. Please great as a heel. It's just like it's just that that, that obnoxious, um, self obsessed yeah. heel character. Um, yeah, he does it so well. He's just got such a, a bravado and a bragocious energy when he's that heel that works really well. It's um, like the, the face of the promotion is like it's like the number one baby face. But they just show after him. The main show is named after him. WrestleMania. I was like, <laughs> for the heel. T- I was there for the heel turn, and I was just like, and again because it, I was honest, like I'm, I wasn't huge into to the British beforehand. I've only because I've only really known him post COVID. I've only really known him as a heel. Mm-hmm. I'm not didn't see the the rise of memes as a baby face. So for me, he feels such like a natural heel because that's all I've kind of known, which I think's must be credit to his ability to be able to do both if he's mm-hmm. managed to build himself as a baby face um and then be so naturally into a heel role so yeah um yeah that would be a good attitude fair that'd be a fun match to, to have yeah. this is cj carter and you're listening to bbg wrestling so if you're a promoter for a day and promoting get events so using wrestlers you work or trained with wrestlers are associated to you in some way if I give you a match type, you tell me who you put in that match. So go for it. Yeah, yeah. Has so. to go. Cool. And as it's your show, you can make every match into gender, every match three way, four way, five way. Throw a stupid stipulation on things if you want. So it's, it's up love to that. Cool. I have have very much got like yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like I've got a good card. I backed up a card. <laughs> okay, so who'll be sure. in your who'll be in your opening contest to the crowd excited? So I've yeah, I've been. I feel like I've been very tactical with this. So. Um, so I put CJ Carter yes. versus Warren Banks as my Ooh, as, your opener. Wow. As, a, as my opener. You got to start if you've played WWE 2K, you've got to start the card off hot. <laughs> um, you, get, you have to start hot, and you can have a, just you have to have a rubbish match in the middle, of all, yeah. and there's sponsorship stuff around it. So. I've started off really hot with CJ versus Warren. Yeah, in the sense of um, so 
Warren, I've actually not trained with or had a match with. I've literally just shared a locker room with. So, um, <laughs> but being so junior into my career, I feel like I've actually not got enough people to. Oh, yeah, um, associated to you in some way. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think he, he's, he's wicked. Uh, it's so good to see the the rise that Warren's been on. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah, I've watched him coming from. Uh, at Wrestle Island, his debut. He, he got brought in just because somebody somebody else was ill or something. Just so he got a chance, and then yeah, he was the. He just lost the championship. Yeah. See, so it wasn't. He wasn't. He broke, broke his arm or something. I can't remember. He broke his leg. He's got an injury. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just wicked, and he's a really nice, a really nice guy. Who when I've I've met him, um, and then CJ obviously was the person who I first had my sort of encounter with. I, I like the I think the dynamics between them two and CJ's really over at UBW as a face. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the dynamic between them two, like it's a bigger, bigger guy like Warren versus someone like CJ, could just tell quite a nice story. That'd be great. That have a bit of a banger um, and enough to keep people engaged and interested and sort of like oh, hot off the bat, hot, hot off the bat. I think so. Yeah. that'd be good like that. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be a great opener or a great, or, or a great main event. So that'd be a great story yeah, behind my main event, though. So I've got like I've got narrative. <laughs> uh, uh, comedy style match. Yeah, comedy. Right. So I went over a triple threat match with this, um, and again, it's trying to mix between characters that I think would just be great in a in a sort of like triple threat scenario. So I've done I've done Hustle Malone, and I don't I don't think so. The thing is, like with a comedy match, it doesn't denounce their talent or anything like that. But I just think like the way the character just mm. perform and excel. Like I think Hustle was not a Disney death match the last show I watched. So. Yeah, you could use any weapon as long as it was Disney. Yeah, and his that promo. I'm sorry, that promo that he did with the Moana thing yeah. is <laughs> him and Crowd and him and Crowdy dropped this like a killer promo because I think Crowdy had one against Max the Impaler. Two of the best promos I've seen, and yeah. both on the same day. And then I dropped one on Crowley like a day after. I was like, please don't. <laughs> it's, like, it's so embarrassing. Um, but yeah, him versus um, Ricky Calve, who's again gaining a bit of uh, steam at UBW, and then also again on um, Sacrifice now as part of Los Palominos. Because um, I, I just love his character, man. I think. Um, and he's. He. It just. Yeah, I just think it's so great. Like, I love the little paper bag thing that he's doing. Um, <laughs> It's just, yeah, I love it. And then against Darcy Stone as well. So she mm. is wicked. So much energy, so much fun. She's just like a le- little fireball. I just think them three in a little match, like the hijinks that would happen. Because Darcy, I think I've seen her play face, do like face and heel. She could just teeter on that line perfectly fine. Mm. And so can Ricky Calvay. He could do a lot of comedic stuff, which is quite endearing. But actually, he's a prick at the end of the day. Like, yeah. I just think that them three as a little match would just... I'll be like, just, just trying to... <laughs> Just three, yeah, just trying to bouncing around. I just love it. I think it'd be wicked. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Uh, your women's title match? So this one I've been very annoying and done a six <laughs> I've done a six way. Because um, I just think all the people in this card are just so incredibly talented. Um, yeah, well, I've uh, had people in the past do a battle royal somewhere because they just wanted to put all the mates on the show and also so. <laughs> also when I do this, I was like, I want to put all the people which I like, I like love on the card as well. Um, so the women's title will do like a six-pack challenge, very similar to how the SmackDown women's title got put on and all that sort of stuff. So I put Evie Madden firstly, um, yes. just because um, she's one of the she's just one of the best people in wrestling. Like, just one absolute babe, so lovely. She's like sunshine in a human. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I can't. I, hopefully, she gets her head all good with the rest of the day, and she's like, going, "Yep, I want to come back because it'd be such a shame if she didn't." Because she's just yeah, such a superstar. Um, Clement versus Clementine. Yes. Again, another person who's just, uh, in, her personality is infectious. I've trained with her quite a lot of time. So Spike Trevay does a lot of, um, sessions down at, um, UBW as well. And so I've trained mm. with her then. And she's just so patient and so, um, her character's just class. I just love it. Um, so much energy. I just think she should be wicked. And then Amira as well. I don't mm-hmm. know what, I think she's just going by Amira now. Um, rather than, but I think she's gone to a mirror. But anyway, again, she was at the UBW show recently. Um, she is such energy. She's so ferocious and she just gets the crowd so intrigued and vested, um, which I just absolutely love. So I think she would be really good as well. And there's be like a lot of energy. 
Um, Artemis, who I think is yes. um, a Chris, uh, sorry, Adonis mentions. Um, Hopefully, I wish you on soon. She says she's up for an interview. So, so she's. I've tra- I started training with her um, in the same at the same sort of time, um, and she's yeah, she's just an absolute bad badass, like just absolute killer, like crimson <laughs> kill shot, like just absolute killer. Uh, so I think she just adds a bit of a like um, seriousness to it. And then I don't know if I can actually do this person because she's technically signed to WWE, but Stevie Turner, <laughs> yeah. Stevie Turner, I'm going to put her in anyway because yeah. Uh, We've trained, I've trained with her as well. So I'm just trying to think like, um, and again, she's wicked. She's been really helpful with a lot of, um, my development and ideas and stuff like that. She's been really helpful to me. So, um, I really rate her. And then a Luna Blue as well. So she's done mm-hmm. a square one show as well. Um, yeah. absolute babe behind the scenes. Like I was just chatting to her. She was, we follow each other on Instagram. And I was like, oh, it's actually nice to meet you in person. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, and I think my little niece saw her when she was at the show and just was like enthralled. Um, and also she uses Girls Lab as a theme tune, which I think is pretty, pretty sick. So. <laughs> um, just for the entrance of Steve alone, I'm going to put her in. So that would be my, my six pack women's challenge. Amazing. The title. Yeah. Cool. cool. Then it's your mid card title match. So your workhorse title. Or... <laughs> <laughs> so this is a very selfish one. <laughs> if I'm the promoter, I'm booking myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Um, Shortcut. <laughs> That's my ego speaking. I didn't put myself in the main event, though, I said that. So, yeah, I'd put in, um, I want to do a Fatal 4 Way. Mm-hmm. And again, based on people who I just want to wrestle. And I think also the mixture of characters in there would be really good. So it'd be Adonis Payne yes. versus Tommy Kyle versus Paul Hubris versus myself. Wow. I think <laughs> between the four of us, we bring something different in the sense of like energy, athleticism. Uh, sort of veros- like for- like viciousness and like stealth. I don't know. There's mm. just I think between the four of us, and also like there's just bits of character which we could work really well with. Like you get the absolute technical classic if like Hubris and um, mm. Tommy were in the match, but then like me and Adonis could come in um, and just bring that bit of character and a bit of that um, that storyline, a bit of comedy, and also like. We're just easy people to pin as well, yeah. so uh, <laughs> um, that's what I put in the mid card. I'd put myself there. I don't oh, care. That'd be a fun match. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be good. Cool. Uh, a hardcore extreme rules style match, so you can make this as hardcore as you want if you want to do death match. <laughs> so this is again, this is me playing God. So um, there's a guy called Tony Sim down at um, UBW in Square One who I train with, and again, he is uh, incredible. I love that guy to my absolute core. Um, we just get like we get a lot like we're like a fr- we've got like a frenemy storyline between <laughs> in our training class like um, like we're always trying to put each other off like and he's always like trying to outdo <laughs> we're like trying to outdo each other but we're actually like powers where we're like but I'm gonna do it better than you. Um, <laughs> he's always gone like I want to do deathmatch so much and I was like that's the last thing I'd ever want to do in my life ever. Um, I don't get with your deathmatches as why would, why would you want something sharp smashed over your head or absolutely or, like, thumbtacks something stabbing you. Nah, you're all right. No, thank you. Um, so, would you want if it's, if your opponent went under the ring and brought out a bag? Would you want it to be thumbtacks or Lego? Um, oh God, <laughs> that's oh the thought of getting your feet and stuff like that. To be fair, people wear boots, so maybe it'd be all right. But yeah, mm. neither neither would be a very fun uh, experience. About fifty fifty split when I ask people because they either said, "Oh, it's just it's pain for a second or you have these huge bruises after Lego for weeks. So it's just, it's, <laughs> if it's a matter of like. Pulling out thumbtacks versus bruises, I'd take the bruises every day because yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd wince at the thought of pulling out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I remember seeing Edge and Mick Foley um, at WrestleMania and mm. just being like, and through a flaming table and stuff like that. Nope. No. Not a chance, thank you. Not <laughs> none of my. Uh, but he want he really wants a death match. So I'm going to put him in a death match. Um, yeah, against against Spike Trevay because yes. um, <laughs> um, just I mean it's two heels and two like. Their characters just abs- both the both their characters are just absolutely arsehole. So it'd just be a kind of like a, a who could damage each other <laughs> more sort of situation. I don't think yeah. you need a face heel dynamic in that situation. Um, so I think that would be a. I think they'd both push each that's other to, <laughs> to to the to the limit on that one. So there, that'd be that'd be my hardcore. Yeah, I'd, like I'd like to watch. That. <laughs> uh, your tag team title watch. Yeah. Um, so tag team. Um, it would be Westside Heat. Which yes. uh, I know that the Mike, Smash Mike. Conversa- Smash Mike's conversation I think is going out. Um, 
tomorrow when we're recording or it's already yeah. out so go 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 and listen to that yeah, episode it would have been, would have been out a week <laughs> yeah if, you, if you've not listened go back and listen to it because i imagine yeah, it will be a lot of energy yeah it's a lot of energy a lot of fun yeah it's hard to keep up with his energy <laughs> and he he makes no damn excuses whereas i'm like i make a lot of excuses i make any excuse i want <laughs> um he's fantastic like and they had a match against um hubris and calvea the last show um at ubw and um jt as well um is an absolute joke like i saw him when he won the titles at the ubw show for the heavyweight heartbreakers he did a standing shoot and star press to break up a pit <laughs> and i was like and if you've seen this guy he's like five eight five nine maybe i don't know i don't know how tall he is but he is a fucking unit sorry about my language he's a unit and he just does his flip and i was like what on <laughs> earth is going on here like you just defy gravity and i'm like to break up a pin and i'm like most people just do a little elbow but why are you doing yeah. this shit? <laughs> uh, but he's an absolute joke and um, and the fire that they bring and the energy that they bring to a match is just crazy and i think they're i mean rightfully tag champs in two two promotions at the moment so it's so rightful and so deserving because they are absolute quality and they've just got such a good dynamic as a tag team um, I can't believe they've only been together eight or nine months as well. So it's a joke. Uh, the sky's the limit for them guys. I think they're going to they're going to do really well. Like Mike's energy and power, but and JT's athleticism, like as a duo, it's just going to be insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and I put them against Thunder Express, um, which Ooh. is uh, <laughs> Jackson Hart and Leo Edwards. Yes. Um, <laughs> so the Leo Leo Edwards is in a no DQ match at square one by the time this is released tomorrow on July tomorrow, the 9th yeah. yeah July the 9th which is just going to be absolute killer and I know um, Leo's been doing quite a lot of single stuff recently um, Jackson Hart I've trained with quite a bit and so same with Leo um, and they're tag team they've got so, they're so dynamic um, mm-hmm. both just fantastic guys and the thing which I love about a tag team match with them two versus each other is there's so much there'd be so much flipping about and jumping about <laughs> and your eyes would just be like, what is going on here? Um, and I just uh, like, especially Dunder Express, I just love them too so much. I think they're both quality guys, so talented. Both are going to go so far. Like, uh, Leo Edwards is such a pure meat baby face. Like, he's mm. just so, he's such a baby face. Like, he's yeah. such good, <laughs> such a good baby face. Um, and the thing with, the thing with Jack, with Jackson Hart, he, can do the babyface stuff so well, but he's done some heel stuff, uh, Apex and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he's just got a, a swagger about him. He's got like this insane look about him. Um, super talented, super nice, super humble. Um, and again, one of the guys that like, me and him have been chatting till whatever time in the morning, being like, "What about this idea? What about this idea?" <laughs> just, yeah. Like, yeah, he's just, he's just a, he's just a real one, and I'm a big fan of him. So yeah. Been a big a class tag team match. Be, yeah, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a great power cleanser after a death match as well. Has a nice flippy. <laughs> Got some <laughs> tables after being like, is like, is like the level to this role? Like, like oh, beautiful. Cool. Then it should be your main event. <laughs> main event. I put in again. My ego is like, <laughs> which of my which of my uh, adversaries is better? <laughs> so I've done uh, Crowley. Um, versus Truman Roswell as my yes. main event. Um, again, for the character part of it, it was what I'm sold on. Like, I love both their characters, and I think they, I, I, I can't even begin to imagine how they'd interact, which I think is the best thing about it. Mm. Like, I don't, they could, they could go down so many different routes, like with energy, comedy, like actual technical wrestling. And so I just think. I just think them two in a match is going to be an absolute killer one day, or like at least in in their current in their current iterations of their character. I think yeah, that is a definitely. money match. Um, I'd love to watch. And that. I, yeah, <laughs> and I think and I think if I was booking it, I would put Truman over only because I think it would be more entertaining to see Crowley react on losing. Mm. I think. Yeah, yeah I, I loved his, his reaction to losing when he lost to Spike Valentine the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I think um, I think that'd be a class main event. And again, the way that I've, I've booked it was that there's enough energy and um, storyline throughout. I don't think anything would be too incredibly serious. I don't no. think to like about it. it's just light-hearted fun. I think that's a great card. I've watched that. <laughs> so. 
Um, so yeah, and again, it's all the people that I've worked with, which is very small or trained with. So it's a very small circle at the moment. Um, but yeah, I just think I, I just think that'd be class. Yeah, that'd be an amazing show. I'd love to watch that. Yeah, I've got Paul Ash on it now. Let's just do. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll get a word in with Paul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get me on the mid card title. <laughs> and Harrison Leon's going over winning his first title. But. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so uh, before we go, do you want to promote any social media you have or merch stores? Or um, it's at Harrison Leon UK. Um, I am on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, <laughs> I, oh yeah, I know. Don't I cringe out at it for doing it, but you know what? I kind of enjoy it now, which is quite embarrassing. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you, uh, I've, not, I've, not, I've not downloaded it yet because I got. I said that about Instagram. I'll never download it because I'll get addicted to it. I got addicted to it, so it was like no. TikTok was TikTok downloading was one of the worst and best decisions. So I have my <laughs> I have my own podcast on um, which I talk about music and stuff like that. Like um, I used to have at least, and I used to cuss out and insult TikTok all the time. Yeah. So <laughs> in, per- in perfect fashion for the hypocrite that I am, I have now got TikTok yeah. and I'm now making TikToks for Harrison. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it's the best and worst decision I made because it's so addictive, but I find so much interesting stuff on it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's where I'm at on social media. So um, yeah, keep there for any sort of information on any matches and stuff like that. Um, and just to get a bit more into the ball of fan club. Yeah, I'll put links in the description, along with the link to the Crowley match as well, because I think everyone should go watch that. It was a lot of fun. So I watched it again today. So, <laughs> so. Glad, glad you enjoyed. Yeah. So I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future, obviously. Yeah, I'll catch up in a year or two. But, uh, yeah, when I've got a few more matches in my belt, <laughs> once I've got the square one title, that is one thing I'm going to put into you. I want to mm. win the square one title by the time we next chat. Yes. I'll come, hopefully I'll come back as the champ. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put, I just put things into the universe. Uh, yeah, but I'd, I'd love to come back as well because I've really enjoyed it as well. That was, that was Sorry awesome. for just biting your ear off for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. That's great. <laughs>